This episode of the Same Game Multi Podcast is brought to you by the fantastic team at the White Bull Hotel Armadale. Situated halfway between Sydney and Brisbane in the picturesque New England region, it's a perfect destination for the hungry traveller, serving delicious meals for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Be sure to check out the fantastic weekly specials in the drive through bottle shop. For more information, check out the website at whitebull.net.au. The views and opinion of the following podcast are general in nature and are not a guaranteed outcome. All personal research should be conducted prior to betting of any monies. All prices are correct at the time of recording. Please gamble responsibly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time once again to sit back, relax and enjoy the greatest rugby league podcast in the world, the Same Game Multi-Podcast. And if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Suck it! Yes, another big edition of the Same Game Multi Podcast today. Huge edition, actually. I uh, got some major announcement to make after we kick off, so stand by for that one. We're going to have a look at the games played last week and deep dive into the games coming up for this week. Uh, look forward to see who's going to make the grand final. Will it be the Bunnies or will they falter again? What about the Storm versus uh, Penrith? Uh, meant to be the grand final replay, but it's coming one week early, so we're going to look into all that. And see if we can find a bit of value in the market as well. So stay on side because we're about to kick off. Hey, gentlemen, from afar, how are you today? Afternoon, very good. Now, be better. Now, the, the sound is going to sound uh, a little bit different this week. We will apologise for that. I'm actually uh, down on holidays myself, uh, down amongst the Clarence River here in Yamba. And the reception isn't very good, so we're doing it via the phone, uh, which we have done for the last few weeks, but I think the reception's playing up a little bit here, so please bear with us. Uh, we'll only be for this week, and I'll be back in the studio next week, so looking forward to that. Uh, boys, uh, we've got a bit of a major announcement to make uh, to the audience. We've been teasing it for a few weeks. Uh, there's actually two two announcements which we're ready to make now, and we're pleased to be able to do that. Very excited as well. Uh, the first one is that our website is now live uh, and you can head over there to thesamegamemultipodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, we're very excited by it. It looks great. Very happy. And what you can find there, you've got uh, the links to all our Facebook and Instagram, um, Spotify. One thing we're really excited about is YouTube. We'll be on YouTube in the next coming weeks as well. So there's a link to that uh, that will be up and running. It's got profiles on the three of us. Uh, you can ask us a question if you want some questions answered on, on the show. All our episodes will be there as well, so you can just make it your one-stop shop. Head over to thesamegamemultipodcast.com and check it out. Uh, we're really excited about it and can't wait for you guys to check it out. And while you're there, uh, we want you to sign up to become an SGM Podcast Club member. Uh, for promos, giveaways, and exclusive content. So there's a little sign-up form. Enter in your details there, and that's where we're going to be running our jersey giveaways and, and, and that kind of stuff going forward. So very excited about that one, boys. Yeah, great news, isn't it? Moving ahead nicely. It's come up a treat as well. So very, very, very happy with it. Um, so like I said, head over, let us know what you think, and make sure you sign up. Um, I've, I'm actually I'm really excited about this, boys. I'm going to do this off my own back. I'm going to do a little uh, special promotion for the first ten people to become an SGM Podcast Club member. And what I'm going to do, the first ten people, I'm going to get in contact with you, and I'm going to get your bet for the grand final, and I'm going to put a five dollar same game multi on for you. So first ten people that subscribe and join uh, and become a club member. I'll put a $5 multi on for you for the grand final. So get a, get onto that, and uh, hopefully we'll get, get some winnings up as well. Does that count if me and Birdo sign up too? Uh, ne- <laughs> negative, I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other big announcement, and this is our major announcement, which we have been teasing for weeks and weeks and weeks. We're pleased to announce that Top Sport have come on as a major sponsor of the show. Very exciting. Uh, Tristan Merlihan and the team at Top Sport uh, have decided to come on and sponsor our program. 
moving forward. So they'll, they'll now be our major sponsor. So Top Sport, great betting company. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you do. When you head over to our website, you'll see there's a little Top Sport logo there. If you click on that, that's actually a link that will take you to Top Sport. And what you can do from there, you can sign up and you can start using Top Sport as your preferred betting agency. That's what we do. Uh, they're great, some great odds, and they're one of the ones where the odds actually add up on your multis. Uh, a lot of other betting companies I've used, you you put in a lot of different legs, and, and sometimes the the total goes down um, if it doesn't go up. It sometimes goes down. You won't find that at Top Sport. So make sure you click on that link. It is an affiliate link, so we may receive some money from it if you do. Um, but but head over there. They've been going to be a great supporter of our show moving forward. Very excited for the partnership that we're going to form. And, um, yeah, it's a top day with Top Sport. Yeah, well said, mate. Yeah, everybody get on board. Go over to the app and um, download the app and just have a squeeze and, and see what it's all about. I found some of their odds are slightly higher than uh, other other betting agencies as well, so they do have a fair bit of value there. And they've also got a, a little feature which I'm going to feature in my uh, multi boys coming up for the games this weekend, which I haven't seen before and I, I really like. So I'm going to I'm going to um, tell you what that is once I read out my multis. Now, when you do sign up, if you get the option to put in a promo code, if you put in SGM podcast as the promo code. Uh, we'd really appreciate that as well. So that promo code is SGM Podcast. All right, boys. With that all said and done, um, how about we look back on last week's games? Uh, there was two cracking games. Obviously, the uh, Manly ran away a bit over your chooks there, Ches, and a bit of heartbreak for yourself, Birdo, with Penrith getting that slight victory over the Eels. But two cracking games. Uh, I'll hand over to you, boys. What did you make of them? Um, yeah, it was, it was a good game, a good weekend of football um, all round. Unfortunately, uh, for myself and Chaz, being a Paris supporter and um, and being a Chook supporter, uh, no luck. Uh, basically, there's a song by Luke Coombs, uh, Be Never Broke My Heart. Uh, basically, it says, Long neck ice cold, be never broke my heart, unlike diamond rings and football teams have torn this boy apart. Um, yet another year, yet another season. Um, but like I don't know, I don't know. I, I think on the on the night, uh, the 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 better side won um, in the para game. Uh, the better side won. Um, but having said that, credit where credit's due, uh, Parramatta definitely give them a good run for their money. Um, and that was that's up there with one of the best performances all year. Uh, those sort of performances that win grand finals in previous years. But unfortunately, um, Penrith were too good. But like I said, I've said to many people who have come up and, and you know, we, we've spoken football, I probably would have rather lose by, I probably would have rather lose by 30 than lose by two in those sort of circumstances. So, but that's, you know, that's the joys of supporting uh, a side and, and um, you know, getting amongst it. So, but there's always, there's always next year, so. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, like you said, grand final worthy, I thought. It was the game of the season for me. Uh, I didn't realise until they mentioned it that there wasn't a point scored since, uh, sorry, a try scored since the 16th minute. And by that stage, it was about the 76th minute. So I didn't even realise I'd watched about 60 minutes of football without a try being scored. It was just one of those games where you were so engrossed in it that you didn't even realise that kind of stuff. Back and forth, um, fantastic effort by both teams. And, you know, I just heard you say you'd rather lose by 30, but, mate, you've you got to be happy with your team and going out like that, that you know, they can hold their heads high. Yeah, 100%, mate. Very proud to be a to be a Paris supporter this week. Um, unfortunately, Penrith were, were just a little bit better. Um, but I, 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 I really fear this weekend, um, and, and I'll touch in my multi, I wonder how much this has taken out of the tank of Penrith, uh, particularly particularly through the middle. Um you know, there was a big battle all weekend. Me, Corey, uh, Junior Paulo, uh, um, Regan Campbell-Gillard, you know, through the likes of Fisher-Harris, um, Moses Leota and, and them boys, you know, they went at each other for 80 minutes. Um, so I, I just, I think the way Melbourne play, I think they it might hurt them come, you know, that, that last 20-minute period. But um, hopefully that, that Melbourne-Penrith game, uh, he's as good as the para-Penrith uh, game as well. So hopefully that's – and, and credit to the uh, to, to, to Manly and, and the Rabbitohs, I think that should be a good game as well. 
Yeah, definitely. And a few injuries to come out of that Panthers game too, which I'm sure Ches will touch on soon. Mate, uh, what about yourself with the Roosters and, and Manly? Um, I think the Roosters just ran out of puff in the end. They've, they've been hanging on all season. Uh, they've been playing with about half the salary cup and uh, valiant effort, but obviously Manly were too good on the night. Yeah, definitely. I think the writing was on the wall uh, at the kickoff <laughs> when the ball went out. But um, I think the boys did, did really well just for the whole season um, with well, the amount of players that didn't get the featuring uh, for, for the finals. I think we had something like 34 or 35 total players for the year, uh, which is a, a really big squad. Uh, a lot of the boys that are playing or have played the last couple of weeks are uh, relatively new, younger players. But they really dug in. I think that they fit into the team really well and they stepped up. Usually it takes sort of a, a season or two for those new players to get in and gel with a side where they've sort of just been put on the spot and I, I think they really stepped up to the mark. Uh, I thought the scoreline might have been a little bit closer than that. Uh, not saying we've had a chance to, like a big chance to roll them, but uh, 42 to 6, I think it was, yeah, it was a bit of a, a little, little bit devastating uh, to, to go out the season that way. But in saying that, I think the boys still have had their heads held up high for uh, what they what they did produce, uh, finishing fifth uh, after the, the twenty five rounds. I think I think that was really good as well, and I'm uh, pretty sure Robbo's happy with them too. Yeah, definitely. I, I think they can hold their heads up high, even though they might have got a bit of a bit of a walloping in that last game. Um, if you look at the side, like you said, a lot of those younger guys getting a bit of game time. I think um, Sam Walker played 18 first grade games this season, which will only benefit him in the next two, three, four, five years to come. So a lot of experience for the young fellow. He needs to bulk up a bit, uh, which I'm sure he'll do in the off-season. But, yeah, you know, they'll get a lot of players back at the start of next season and they'll take a lot out of this season too, I think, a lot of character building. Well, yeah, old Sammy Walker, get him on a couple of those Christmas hams, bulk him up. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think Robbo's plan might actually be to keep him benched uh, for next year. Uh, with the loss of um, Luke Keery coming back, he'll be straight into the halves again. And I think they're going to run Hutchison straight up now. They're, they're going to put him on uh, with, his, with his kicking ability for uh, in-play kicks. I think they're going to use him a bit and then use uh, Sammy Walker back on the bench playing 14. Yeah, probably not a bad idea for the next season or so until he does bulk up. So, uh, All right, boys, let's jump into our player of the round. Uh, who wants to kick us off? I'll go. One was rolled into that game. That was the turbo. It's, it's amazing how one player can just destroy a whole side. He, he just had us wrapped up big time. That big um, that big crash ball he put over for that try in the second half, I think uh, might have been Takiaho might have slipped a little bit to miss the tackle. But he just he went straight through him. He, looked, he ran like a forward. Uh, and someone's playing like, in, in the back should be able to bust lines or like, like that so easily. But he does just so big and strong. Everywhere he was, that was where the danger was. And I think they used him smart a couple of times too. They used him as a decoy runner and then popped the ball back out the other way. We were just confused and it just, it just messed up with the whole game plan, I think. Even Tedesco was struggling. Yeah, he definitely had a much bigger impact than he did the week prior against Melbourne, that's for sure. So, But he's a big body. You know, you talk about that crash play on the line. I wouldn't like to be trying to stop him. He's like a big second rower or a big lock running at you, to be honest. And fullback shouldn't be that big. Yeah, well, I think he's. I actually heard something on the weekend. He's about six foot four, and I think he's up at about one hundred and five. But at one hundred and five kilos, six foot four, but he was still do a hundred. I think he was doing a hundred at ten nine. Well, and that's a, that's a big boy, and that's that's a quick time. Like it's no Olympic Olympic time, but that's. That's crazy for, for a bloke who's got, got bad hamstrings and stuff, mate. That acceleration is phenomenal. It's all look back, look, Minichello and, and, and Billy Slater used to run those lawns with that speed, but they were never that never that devastating. No, not that powerful. Uh, fuck, Harry must be fast then, if that's what he's running, 10-9 for Turbo. Mm-hmm. Held Harry on the course, so he must be running the 10-6. Um, <laughs> mine, my player of the round was Gutho. Uh, I think he had a great game. Uh, good captain's knock in that that defeat. He was everywhere as always. He's probably been one of my best players all season. He won't feature in the Dally M's, but he does a lot of that stuff off the ball, um, and you know that no one sort of. Well, I'm sure they, they do, but you know you don't usually see a lot of it. He's always the last one to try and you know 
stop a try or to chase down a kick or whatever it might be. And I just think he had a superb game on the weekend. Yeah, he played really well. Like you said, mate, he's this sort of bloke that doesn't make the, the back page of the Telegraph, but in the end of the day, his stats are right up with, there with those who do. But, but um, yeah, like, like we were speaking about earlier, credit where credit's due. He didn't stop all night. Uh, and speaking of people who didn't stop all night, I'm not 100% sure of exactly who it was at the time. I was a little bit saucy. But it was a, one of the Roosters front rowers. When when Turbo, uh, when Saab made that break down the line, uh, Marty Tapao's on the sideline giving him, the, giving him the, the, the run on. And it was one of the Roosters front rowers. Didn't stop the whole way. He put the ball down and he's still trotting back towards to get there. So I'm not 100% sure who that was. But, but that's, um, that's a little side note of mine. Um, I'll, I'll find out exactly who that was. But um, my player of the round is actually uh, Murata Niakore. Um, he, he did make a couple. He did make a head high. Uh, he was placed on report, but apart from that, his carries, uh, his minutes, his intensity, and his carries through the middle of the field um, just showed exactly, you know, how close Para were to, uh, to, you know, to, to winning that game on Saturday night. Um, and, and like you said, he's like very similar to Gutho. He just didn't stop all night. Um, and, and I, you know, for those who played in the middle of the field, it's not an easy job. Um, I, I, thought he, I thought he was really good. So that, that Murata Niakore is my player of the round. Yeah, good call. He, he was pretty outstanding too for the side. Uh, made some good hits, uh, some good tackles there, which were good to watch as well. Uh, all right, <laughs> what about your highlight of the round, boys? Mine was, mine was Parramatta. Um, like the way they stood up for Penrith, really, really dug the claws in. Held them out for what would you say was 60 minutes. Um, that whole game was really good. And I think that shows what they're going to be like next year. Uh, running off that other game they had the other week when they beat uh, Melbourne as well. That was a very similar game. They just played smart footy um, and their hearts were there for the, the, the whole game. So, um, yeah, my, my uh, highlight of the week was the whole side for, for Parramatta. Yep, good call. Uh, mine was the Para Panthers game itself. Uh, as I said from the start, you know, I reckon it was grand final worthy, the best game I've seen all season, and, and just as the whole was a was a great performance and, and good spectacle to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying exactly the same. Was that game in general? Uh, that's that's my highlight of the round. Was that Parra Penrith game? I haven't seen I haven't seen a game of football that was that was that um, like when they when they say that it's got you on the edge of the seat. Uh, that was on the edge of the seat. I haven't, I haven't seen a game of football like that. Um, for a long time, considering, unfortunately, for a couple of sides this year, there were, there were plenty of blowouts. Um, and, 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 you know, you know sides, well, for example, Chaz, um, like that Roosters game, you know, there, was, there was a bit of a blowout, but it, it's good to see that, um, which unfortunately this, this year, and I think next year is going to be very similar, that I, I think there's, there's going to be sides that struggle again. Um, but it's just good to see some, some real good, good football. Um, and and when, when people say there's not enough talent in the NRL, uh, for extra sides and stuff. Just look at that game. There's plenty of talent in there and, and, and bouncing off, off that sort of game. Um, there's plenty of, plenty of ways to um, to improve from there for, for other sides and, and dig in deep, like you said, Ches. Um, match it with the bigger sides. And another just, uh, small... Sorry, Ches, you go again. Uh, another small highlight as well. Uh, I was reading today, Melbourne Storm have actually given all their um, paid club members the next year and possibly the year after free uh, free membership because uh, they missed out on going to the home games and stuff. And I think there might be free tickets involved in that as well to go, to go and watch the home games. So no doubt nice for them to do that uh, considering all the games have been pretty much uh, Queensland-based. And then with the uh, no travel rules, a lot of the supporters haven't been able to, to, go, to go and see them live. Haven't said that half of Queensland. <laughs> half of Queensland hate us anyway on the New South Wales side, so... That's true. Um, boys, we didn't have a low light last week. Um, I've got a little one this week. I'm not too sure if you boys do as well, but it does come out of that Para Panthers game. And it was it was the stoppages of the game, but not so much the stoppages. I you know, I, I can get that it's that everyone's now talking about the stoppages instead of the game, if that makes sense. So it's sort of it's, it's, overshadowed. It's, it's overshadowed the game itself, so yeah, well, my, my, my low light for this week is um, is the the treatment of, of Maguire at, at uh, the Tigers. Um, I think they've gone about this the wrong way, um, dragged him through the media, 
Um, the, the media, the media don't lie. They, they they get inside information, and and, and I've heard, uh, heard uh, podcasts and stories told by Paul Kent and Buzz Rothfield and them guys. Mate, they say it's, sometimes it's the CEOs of the club. They need to get it out there so they can get their supporters to uh, to get behind it. I, I think the, I think they've gone about it the wrong way. Um, and and I, I read in the Telegraph today the back page. Uh, Michael Maguire was splattered all over the back of that, and and the next page in. And, and basically, they were saying that it was a 90-minute meeting with the board that saved his career. So now, how, how's he going to go next year um, when he knows that the pressure's already on from that very first game? If he loses round one next year, the furnace is lit. I, I think he's on the back foot, and I think it's the worst way to do it. If you're going to do something like that, do it behind behind closed doors. Um, don't don't make it so public. So I'm, I'm putting I'm putting a big frown. On, on the West Tigers uh, and, and, and their treatment of, of Maguire. Um, remember that it, in in any case, Chess pointed out earlier, obviously not at the Roosters, but just remember there's generally a 25-man squad or third, like, you know, around that. There's, there's more than just one pl- one person to blame here. Um, so I'm putting a big frown on the on the West Tigers uh, and, and the way they've conducted themselves over the last, I'm going to say the last fortnight surrounding this Michael Maguire mess. And there was plugged a load of Fox Sport too, like the little the uh, side scrolling news that goes down the bottom of all the typing. That's what it was. They had a whole weekend from Walker Mugor, Walker Mugor. So he, he went, look, imagine being him sitting home trying to watch the footy and reading that crap all weekend. Yeah, I agree, boys. It sort of hasn't played out very well. And the only reason I think that they've stayed with him is because I reckon they've missed out on the coach that they wanted. Uh, there was talk they wanted Cameron Seraldo from the Panthers. Um, I think he's probably turned it down and therefore they've had to backflip on what their decision was going to be and, and say that they're going to go with him for next year. Um, that's that's my thought on it, but we'll wait and see what else plays out over the off-season. I did hear a rumour um, that it was it was leaked, obviously not by a very good source, um, but basically that he was under new terms that if, he, if they were to stick with him, and he has to have Tim Sheens as an assistant coach, which the way I see it is probably not not a bad idea. But if you've got someone so influential as Tim Sheens, he's been there, done it all. You know, he, he's, he's coached Australia for, for, for many years, coached NRL for decades. Is that going to be that, that haunting feeling that there's someone over his shoulder? You know, if Maguire makes that little slip up, um, then, you know, and, 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 and they end up giving him the arse, then, you know, there's someone just to fall straight back on. Um, I, I think if, if that was a clause, um, I'm not 100 sure if it's true or not. But if it is a clause, I'd be if I was Michael McGuire, I don't think I'd be very happy. I haven't said that. I'd, I'd have Tim Sheens as an assistant coach any day in the week. But as I said, I think it's just a I think it's just a fire waiting the light. Yeah, wait and see what happens. I reckon next season, like you said, if he, if they lose three games in a row, it'll be interesting to see what happens there at the start of the season. All right, let's move on. That's last week done and dusted. Let's move into uh, three of a kind. J-Rod, what have you got for us this week? Uh, my three of the kind uh, for this week is this will, be, this will ruffle some feathers. <laughs> is uh, the most overrated players in the NRL. Um, I'm going to kick it off this week, I will. Um, Bradman Best from the Newcastle Knights. Uh, they, they, having said that, two listeners, this is our thoughts exactly. Um, you may disagree, you may agree, oh, I don't really give a fuck. Um, but all in all, Bradman Best, um, I don't think he, he lives up to the hype. Um, and, and one person that really, really rates him is uh, Andrew Johns. Now, now I, I love Andrew Johns. Uh, I think his analysis is he, he, he's, he's one of the best players we've ever had. Um, and they say he's not getting enough early ball. He got lots of early ball against Para, um, but unfortunately it was Caelan Ponga. In that in that para game uh, two weeks ago, that was that was that what it was all about. And he's the sort of player that I've, I've been watching a little bit lately. Um, and and all the hype that's given to him, I'm, I don't see it. I'm just I'm not there. You know, I, 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 whether he's a little bit early, a um, little bit green, give him two or three years to get into a bit of rhythm. But no, nah, I don't see it personally. Chaz, what about oh, you, right. mate? Good call. I, this I'll um. This is going to surprise everyone. Tedesco. But no one's seen that one coming. Oh, wow. But they're, they're, now, <laughs> He's the best in the world. <laughs> there is a reason for this. There, there is a reason for this. They've, they've named him as the best fullback. 
Yes, he has, yes, he has been. At this stage in time, no, he's not. He's not the best fullback at the moment. Mm-hmm. If I was selecting a squad, it would be Tommy Turbo playing number one, not James Tedesco. Wow. And there we go. So there. Come on, I think choose a uh, fanatic too. I think he's definitely, definitely still in in the top three. Uh, but the best at the moment, no, no, he's not. Uh, Turbo should have to have that crown, um, and he should be there for the Aussie squad unless he gets put in, into the centres. But um, it just showed on on last week's game on Friday night how much better he is than Tedesco, and he's getting a little bit uh, easy to read at the moment too. You watch him with those with those balls uh, when he gets uh, early on in the, in the tackle counts. He'll run up, throws a dummy, goes to step back in the opposite way, almost stops, and then runs sideways. People are going to start picking up on that, and they're going to start jeering him and creaming him soon. There you go. Well, there you go. Didn't, did see, didn't see that one coming, that's for sure. Mate, uh, boys, my my number three ace for the most uh, overrated player in 2021 is Harry Grant. Uh, I don't think he's lived up to a bit of the hype. Uh, I know he's been injured, and that may be why uh, he hasn't sort of performed. But, you know, there was talk at the start of the season about, oh, you know, they'll have to start Harry and Brendan come off the bench. And, mate, Brendan's blown him out of the water this year, uh, to be honest. I would not be starting with Harry Grant. I'd be having Brendan Smith on there playing exactly how they're doing it now, having Harry come on for about – you know, in the 25th minute or whatever it might be and doing the switch around. But I just don't think he's lived up to the to the hype that he came off last year's Origin Series. Uh, as I said, he has been injured, had a few injuries, and that may contribute to it, but that's my that's my number three, boys. 100% agree on that. Yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was tempted to put him in there, um, but unfortunately, through injury, I sort of sort of left him out. felt a little bit sorry for him. But, um, Good on, you're making me feel bad now. <laughs> I, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off with my second as well. Um, I'm going to go George Williams from the Raiders. Um, he gets a lot of praise, a lot of hype, um, and unfortunately, I think uh, whether he's whether he's just in a in a bad form slump, um, whether it's the fact that uh, it's, it's 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 a different it's a totally different league, uh, totally different kettle of fish here in Australia than it is over in England. Um, he basically made the game look good over there. Uh, make the game look easy, sorry, over there. Um, he's come over here, and, and in my eyes, I, I think he's he's failed to impress. Um, it will come up to this standard, but you know, any, anything can happen. And, and next year's a new year. Um, but yeah, George Williams from the Raiders is my is my number two. Good call. Yeah, my, uh, my number two is Brighton Nakora. Uh, so all the Shark fans out there running into the back end of this year's uh, season. They really needed something to push themselves forward to make that top eight spot to get in there. I think he was very, uh, very lackluster. I think the word is for being uh, in the forwards. Don't know whether he was just uh, lazy or just didn't, get, didn't receive enough ball. But um, when he did get the ball, not much happened. Uh, who's your next to that's number twelve? Um, Talakai, I think it is. Yeah, in the uh, number twelve. So on an average, he plays a lot less minutes um, than Nakora. But stats-wise, they're, they're, they're pretty much even. Um, so you got Brighton Nakora playing for 80 minutes. He's lucky to touch the ball about 10 times. So I think if they had had someone else there helping out with the forwards, they could have made some more metres. Could have uh, possibly uh, overturned momentum and stuff with a, with a um, more of a superstar forward player or someone wanting to have a go. And that could have increased their chance to make the eight. Very good, boys. My second one might ruffle a few feathers as well, and I'm picking uh, Viliami Kikau. I think he's been quiet this season compared to last season, and I think you'll probably find that that might be the reason he's been starting off the bench the last few games as well. I think he's um, got a bit lazy uh, with his defensive efforts, and I think the coach is trying to kick him in the guts um, to say, come on, you know, you need to spark up here, and he's playing him off the bench. Um, you know, he's hitting the market next at the end of next season, and there's rumours he wants 900000 uh, he ain't worth nine hundred thousand. The, the form he's in at the moment, let me tell you. So he's got to got to lift it up a bit next season um, and the remainder of this season if he does want to get up around that nine hundred k. For me, he's a six six hundred thousand dollar player. Uh, but yeah, that's my second ace. I read something about him uh, possible early transfer to St George. I I didn't say where because look, if he's if he's asking nine hundred. Um, I can guarantee that if, if he's going to go to a good side, as you said, Clint, you'd be lucky to get six. 
Um, if uh, the only way he's going to get nine hundred is if he goes to somewhere like the Tigers, where they're where they're willing to pay overs, uh, and they have to pay overs to get someone like him. But but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there too. Uh, I think from from where he was last year, you know, he he was he was one that was in the anytime try scorer market, and he was short because he was always involved. Um, yeah, when he was involved, he, his involvement was phenomenal. But this year, he's been very lacklustre. But uh, here we go. Get this around. Um, like it or lump it, Matt Burton. Um, Matt Burton. Uh, only only because if he's going to the Bulldogs next year and he's going to play in the halves, I think they're in trouble, creation-wise. You know, he played a couple of games in the halves. As a centre, I rate him as a centre. He, he, he's a damn good centre. But, mate, the, the hype of him playing six, I think the dogs are, you know, I just don't think there's enough creativity there. Um, by all means, I'm here to be proved wrong. Um, but that, that's it. Um, as I said, like or the lump it. Um, my number three is Daly Cherry Evans. And this is the, the reason for this is a couple of weeks ago, the, the few of the uh, analysis put out their uh, kangaroo squad uh, selections. I think it was like Jamie Soward, Meninga, Johns, all those sort of guys. A lot of them featured Daly Cherry Evans playing seven. Uh, I don't know what happened to to uh, Nathan Cleary or uh, Adam Reynolds, but I'm pretty sure they're a bit, a bit above Daly Cherry Evans um, with stats and form. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know what the go is. I don't know whether they've, they've put him in there because he's, because he's a regular. Like he's, he's had so many appearances for that squad, but uh, I thought that was a, a, a weird choice and very overrated to be taking that 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 uh, that numbered shirt away from the, those other two boys. Yeah, good call. Uh, I, I support that one as well. Boys, my number one ace is, uh, and the guru's not going to like this, but Josh Hodgson. Uh, I think he's been very poor this year as well. Bit of un- unrest there at, at the Raiders at the start of the season, midway through. Um, you know, obviously the George Williams and all that saga and all that kind of crap going on and talk of him going to the Broncos. But he, he just wasn't up to his uh, standard the last couple of years. Again, he had an ACL injury and he was coming off a long return, you know, long layoff and all that kind of stuff. I get that. Um, but he's my number one. I think he had a pretty poor season. And it reflected with Canberra, you know, they – I had him winning the premiership and a lot of other people did as well in that top four uh, and they didn't even make the eight. And, you know, it doesn't all rest on his shoulders, but he, he was a key playmaker um, once uh, Williams left and, and he just faltered. I think he come good towards the end, uh, but he just didn't do it soon enough. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I think that premiership season, um, he, I thought, it, like, the, the, the year, not sorry, not the premiership season, but where they, where they had a crack at the at the comp um, and were and were beaten by the by the Roosters, I I think that is the definition of penthouse to shithouse. Um, I think he's he's really struggled and and I don't know if it's it, it, it's something whether they struggle that you know uh, a little bit homesick or something like that because uh, they're a long way from family. But um, yeah, I, I think like I said, George Williams, he, he's one of the pommies. Um, having said that, we've had plenty of pommies in our game over 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 the series of years. So, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you with that, with that as well, Clint. Yeah. Very good. Like we said, that's our opinions. You don't have to like it. Uh, you don't even have to agree with it. If you have a, your own opinion, get in touch with us. Again, head over to our website, thesamegamemultipodcast.com. Uh, you can ask us a question, leave a comment, let us know who you think uh, was overrated for this season. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Uh, let's move into this week's games, boys. Uh, four teams left. It'll be two come the end uh, of Sunday afternoon, and we'll know who our grand finalists are. But kicking us off, is going to be Manly versus South. This one's going to be a cracker. Manly are $2.20 outsiders, and South are $1.70 favourites. Uh, those odds are thanks to Top Sport. Um, boys, how do you see this one playing out? It should be uh, it should be a pretty good game. Um, my multi will reflect on it, but um, the way they're going at the moment, not a lot of people like them, but I, I think Manly will do it. I think I think they'll be too strong. You reckon? Yeah, that, that's just a gut feeling. I've got, like, I'm taking them head to head in my multi, but, um, you know, having said that, they, uh, defence wins games, um, and the South's defence is phenomenal. They, they showed that against Penrith uh, to, to get to the position where they are. But I think just the, the Manly got the ball rolling at the moment. Um, I like them. I like, I'll, I'll take them odds too. You, you spoke about before about Penrith getting bashed up. Manly didn't get bashed up in that game. 
uh, against yeah. the Roosters. You know, they're only down uh, six points. I think they only got six points scored against them. So they, they come out of that pre- fairly unscathed, uh, which will help them going into this game for sure. Haven't said that. They mainly do prove to have weaknesses. Uh, and I think uh, Justice Olin, uh, he, he showed that against uh, Morgan Harper, put the fear of God into him numerous times uh, when they played a couple of weeks ago. Uh, having said that, too, the, the Bunnies, a lot of people have written them off without Latrell. I still think they're a chance, hence the reason why I've only gone mainly head-to-head in my multis. But um, I, I think mainly got the momentum going in. But, you know, it, it's funny how the world works. And having that week off could, could do South the world of good. And a week off, I think a lot of people forget, because they don't play, you forget how good South were the week before when they did beat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the Panthers, they were fantastic in that game. And, and you just don't know how they're going to respond with the week off. Some teams love it and some teams need that. Like you said, manly have the momentum. Some teams need that momentum moving forward. So it would be interesting to see how South come out. And and I think you'll know from sort of the first set whether they're in the game or not. I'm, I'm sticking with, with my pick from uh, week one. I reckon South have got this. It's going to be close, though. I don't think they're going to smash them. It's going to be a very close game. I think with these two games, uh, they've worked out pretty well. They're sort of the two darker horse sides playing each other to make the final and, and the two favourites to play each other. And I sort of set up the uh, David Goliath uh, grand final, you know, sort of like the Cinderella story. If one of those uh, dark horse sides can come through the uh, following week and take out the title. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with, with my uh, pick from the start of the year and say South. Um, so apart from Latrell uh, and Mansour, uh, Southside is pretty much fully stacked as well. Uh, they're five from six against Manly uh, the last six games. Manly's running the same 17 as last week. Uh, Garrick, uh, he only needs 20 points now uh, to beat, uh, to, sorry, to equal the all-time point scored for a season. It's uh, actually currently held by Hazanor Masri. Was that, that would have been 2004? The year they yeah. won the comp. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a phenomenal year. for everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's freakish. Uh, yeah, that's all, that's all it is. I'm out of the sheds at the moment. Yep, yeah, it wouldn't be much news. Uh, like you said, week off for one team, and the Manly came out fairly unscathed there, as you said, same 17. Uh, what about our multis, boys? Um, I'm going to kick us off, and again, thanks to Top Sport. Uh, if you're not already a Top Sport member, head over there, click the link on our website, and uh, they've got some great odds. And the one thing I really like about Top Sport, and I haven't seen anywhere else, um, but you can actually select the jersey of who you think is going to be the first try scorer. Uh, and you can have it either either jersey one, two, three, four, or five, so the back five to score first, or any other jersey. So it's really good. So I've actually got that in my multi this week. So I've got the jersey of the first try scorer to be either number one, number two, number three, number four, or number five. Jason Saab, Alex Johnson, and under 44.5 points. Uh, I think it'll be a fairly tight defensive game, even though both teams do like to score points. That one's $14.50. That's not bad odds there. I'll, I'll, I'll bounce off where I, where I started. Um, I've gone Manly head-to-head. Having said that, I wouldn't if Manly did did happen to lose and South did go through, just so you know, boys, I did tip the Rabbitohs to win the comp round one. So oh, that's just, uh, just like the situation <laughs> but um i've gone manly head to head i've gone alex johnson he's he's safe anytime and i've gone manly to win both halves uh ten dollars sixty yeah i've gone um i'm just going south head to head cody walker taff and turbo any timers and that's playing 24.50 very good you'd have to think turbo get across yeah well i've uh i'm gonna jump the gun here i've got him as my sure thing turbo yeah, right. anytime okay yeah, yeah. Yep. Very good. Um, let's move across to the next game, boys. And this one's actually been moved for the AFL Grand Finals. Uh, it was meant to be 7.30 or something like that, but they've moved it because the AFL Grand Finals on the same night, uh, which I think is a smart move from the NRL. Uh, but we've got the Storm versus the Panthers. Storm are $1.29 favourites. Panthers are $3.70 outsiders, thanks to Top Sport. And uh, this one should be, well, what many people were predicting was going to be a replay of the Grand Final from last year. We're getting it a one week earlier, and one of these teams ain't going to make it. Yeah, which is, you know, either way, when when that first game between South and Penrith, um, I think that it was pretty much guaranteed. Uh, 
I'd reckon probably 70% of the population that are NRL fans probably would have backed Penrith not to be playing last week. Um, that would have been straight through where Souths are. But um, which in, in sort of a way, this, like you said, Jeff, this could be the, this is the making of the David Goliath uh, grand final. So um, I, I like it. It should be a good game. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Fox, he's been cleared to play from that hamstring injury. So he'll be running on back out at uh, number two. And he said he's going to be 95% fit at least. So he should get, should get a good showing from him. Uh, the Chiefs has been cleared as well. So he'll be starting there at number nine. Uh, he had that head crash incident uh, there against uh, in the Manly game against uh, big uh, Josh uh, LOA. Brian Toto, he wasn't going to play. He's been named as a late inclusion. Now, I've seen um, on the Fox Sports News last night, they're going to run him from the extended bench, uh, and possibly he might even get pushed onto the, onto the bench, just depending on that, on that ankle and seeing how he goes there. Uh, and Tyrone May is back from the MCL injury, and also Bill May kick out, so he's returned as well. So the Panthers have picked up a few, a few uh, players there, strengthened up their side. I think... Yeah, this is going to be a hard one. I think this is going to be tough. It's just going to be good. And we might see a few little sneaky players we haven't seen before, possibly too. A little bit of creativity to um, mix up the offence and surprise the uh, opposing defence. I've got a, a nice value for this for this multi on this game. Nice simple five-legger. Melbourne Storm head-to-head. And then four any-timers. Paps, the Cheese, Edwards and Cleary. That's paying $131. Nice one to round out the season with. That's a a Christmas bonus, that one. Christmas bonus. (laughs) Retirement fund. I've gone uh, Melbourne head-to-head. I've gone Jennings anytime try scorer. I've got the points under 41.5. And and I've got uh, Melbourne to win both halves, $9.50. Very good, boys. I like that. Uh, for me, I've gone. Uh, I can't. I haven't picked any head to heads. I haven't picked a winner in either of the games. I'm sitting on the fence. Uh, but I've gone a few try scorers here. I've gone Paps, the Cheese, Brendan Smith. I've got uh, Naden from the Panthers to get across, and I've also gone the jersey of the Panthers' first try scorer to be either number one, number two, number three, number four, or number five. So anyone from the back five. I think they'll be the Panthers' first try scorer. Not the first try scorer of the match, but the Panthers' first try scorer. And that one's 22-45. Again, a great little market there, thanks to Top Sport. I like that. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, love it. I'm loving it. Uh, let's move on to our sure thing. What do you got, uh, Birdo? Uh, my, my sure thing is uh, Turbo, anytime try scorer. Uh, short, very short, uh, $1.47. Um but I, I think it's it's not necessarily a guarantee, but he's just so dangerous. He's you know he's lethal, so uh, very short but very capable. Don't worry about that. So dollar forty seven any time turbo. Cheers. I've gone confident here with the uh, short thing of Hail Mary this week. The short thing, South head to head turbo any time. Storm head to head Pappenhausen any time eight seventy five. Very nice. I've gone uh, Turbo and AJ, both to get it across, $3.30. And uh, who wants to kick off the Hail Mary? I'll go to Hail Mary. Um, it's, it's a little bit short this week, but I've gone uh, Brandon Smith, uh, $3.20, anytime try scorer. I think uh, the Chiefs, he, he had a dig uh, a couple times in the last couple of rounds, unfortunately got... Um, Got the uh, his lights turned out on him <laughs> in in a big head clash, which was good to see him in, in good spirits after it. But um, uh, he, he just the intensity he brings in that first twenty minutes, and he loves having that little little jink from from uh, dummy half close to the line. So three dollars twenty, I like that. I'll, I'll have them. Well, you thought my storm Panthers night he was big. Here's the big one. The Hail Mary. I got both games. And I'll pick the exact winning margin. So South to win by 12 points, Storm to win by 14 points. That's paying 345 to 1. Put a dollar on it. Get amongst it. I love it. I love it. Uh, My Hail Mary's big Nelson Asafa Solomon. I'd get across any time try score a crash ball off of the cheese. I can just see it happening. Five bucks if you like that with Top Sport. Uh, Very good, boys. Now, um, 
I've I've taken time out of fishing and clearing the Clarence River of fish to to get together at 21 questions so that we can have 21 and done again. The fans are crying out for it. They missed it last week. Uh, Chez have gone down injured, so unfortunately we, we couldn't play it. But it's back this week, boys. So uh, I'm excited to play. You boys excited? Just keen, get around it. All right. Ready to get one. Let's jump into it. So I'm going to keep score. Uh, we're going to start out with a with a fairly easy one to start with. Let me just write down here, Chez and J Rod. Okay, F- fairly easy one to start with. So Buzzy, using your name as always. Uh, first question: How many tries did Turbo score last week? Chez, three. Over to you, J Rod. Uh, two. Two's the correct answer. Not a great start, Chez. Not a great start. Right, usual start. All right. Hey, haven't built many games this year that he didn't score three. Don't worry. Exactly right. Um, all right. Who was on the end of Benji's flick pass in the 2005 grand final? Oh, Chez. Hodgson. Gosh, this is going to get a workout. Yeah, I... I, I can I can picture him. I can't remember. It was number five uh, turned back on the inside. He's got, I, I, he's, I, he's got a massive boot on him. He used to do all those big high kickoffs. Pat. Oh yeah. Rich. Chair said Pat Richardson. Uh, he's still wrong. Pat Richards. Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him the points just because he needs it. Give him the points. All right, let's move on. Question three. Whose name has the most letters? Nelson Asofa Solomona or Dallin Wateni Zelezniak? J-Rod. Yep. I'm going to go uh, DWZ. Correct. 21 for DWZ and 19 for Big Nelson. Well, you know when you go in and fill out a form? And they only give you a box that's about <laughs> 30 mil long to put your name in. Yeah, if you struggle with Imagine when we went to kindergarten trying to learn his name. What a, <laughs> he's a full crayon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hop in. Question four. Uh, which Morris brother has played more games in the NRL? J-Rod. Brett. Yeah, you got to answer Josh. Josh. Yeah, Josh is. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got 325 for Josh or 276 for Brett. He was out injured for quite a while, Brett, so I think that's where he missed a few games. All right, two apiece going into question five. Who won the 2006 grand final? J-Rod. 2006, was it? Yep. Uh, Melbourne Storm. <laughs> They played, but they lost. Oh, man. Nearly. Oh, 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 you want a clue? Yeah, we need one. Too many years ago. He was. He played majority hooker or also in the centres. Chez Berrigan. Yes, Sean Berrigan. I like it. Well done. Three apiece. All right. Newcastle Knight legend is Denny who? Chez Badiris. Badiris, correct. He's taking the lead. All right, here we are. How do you spell Utikamanu? There you go. Utikamanu. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it starts with U-T-K. What? Yeah. You got two letters. Oh, fucking hell. Jess, have you got U-T-I-K. 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 You're close. It's U-T-O-I-K. A-M-A-N-U. So no points there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen carefully. With a surname rhyming with the famous kids ice block Zupa Dupa, what is the name of the centre who played 244 games for the Dragons? Chez. 
Rod, uh, Matt Cooper. Matt Cooper. He's tied it up for a piece. All right. How far apart are the goalposts? J-Rod, 100 metres. No. Oh, sorry. Let me clarify. How far apart are the two uprights from each other? Are they 10 metres? 12. <laughs> you went the wrong way. Try and halve the 10. You'll be close. 5 metres? 5.5 metres apart. Wow. Well, I, I did like – you're going to get a point, J-Rod, for the 100 metres because that was uh, that was creative thinking. I like that. <laughs> All right. Who is Broncos' first captain? Chess. The Wally Lewis? Yes, it was Wally Lewis. Nice. From 88 to 89, five apiece. Which player is taller, Jesse Bromwich or Christian Welch? Jez Bromwich. <laughs> uh, Welch. Welch. J-Rod. 1.95, Jesse Bromwich, 1.94. One centimetre. I heard Jesse's bigger downstairs, though. Uh, all right, give the J-Rod the points there. Let's move on to the next question. Who coached Manly for more games, Jeff Toovey or Trent Barrett? Jez, Jeff Toovey. Yes, 105 for Toovey, 73 for Barrett. This is close. This is six apiece, moving into round into question 14. Into question 13, I apologise. Which player leads try assists for this year? Jez. It's not Cody Walker, is it? It is Cody Walker. Ah, he's, uh, on, he's on 33. Turbo's on 28. In what year did New South Wales break Queensland's eight-in-a-row streak in State of Origin? Birdman. Was it 2016? Close. Not close enough. 2014. Yes, Cherry, coming through with the goods. Got a bit of work to make up, J-Rod. All right. Who was the leading point scorer in that series? Ches. Mitchell Pierce. Not Mitchell Pierce, no. Uh, I know he scored a handful of tries, but I don't know if he was leader, but Jared Hayne. It's a Queensland representative. That helps you. Think goal kicker. Darren Lockyer. Uh, Corey Parker. <laughs> he brushed us at the casino. Oh, JT. JT. I'm giving it to Chaz. Uh, all right. What is the name of the former NRL referee whose wife is a sideline official? His wife. Yeah, but I want the, the referee's name. His wife is also a sideline official, but I want the referee's name. Uh, the only one I can think of is Gavin Badger. That's, it the, was his. that's the correct one. Casey Badger yeah. is his wife. Very good. Okay, listen carefully. Name me three players from this week's South vs. Manly game whose first or last name starts with the letter T. Jez. Tyrone Mill? Uh, he hasn't been named. Hasn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Has that been to me? Yeah, over to, over to J-Rod. Tommy Turbo, Jake Turbo, and uh, Martin Tapao. Yes, very good. Uh, Tane Milne hasn't been named, Ches, or not when I checked, so unfortunately I'll give the points to J-Rod. But we've got Blake Tuff, Tavita Tavola, um, Thomas Burgess, and also, um, I can't even read my own writing, Taniela Paseca. All right. We've got seven versus eight. Chez in the lead. A few questions ago. What is the nickname of the Canberra Raiders? Chez. Vikings. Oh. I love, that. I love that new sound effect. <laughs> Think um, think jersey colour. Oh, green machine. The green machine. Birdo's evened it up, levelled it up. He's coming home. Wet sail. All right. What brand of headgear does Matt Burton wear? Birdman. What? Uh, black. 
No, what brand, not colour. <laughs> well, well, I didn't, I didn't hear the question. We'll, we'll still yarn when you said it. Uh, what brand? What brand of headgear does Matt Burton wear? Steven. He's fed you the wrong answer. I don't know. I don't know. Nike. Nike, Jesus. Canterbury, no points. Okay, two questions left. We're, we're tied. Which stadium has the bigger capacity? Wynn Stadium or the Panthers Blue Bet Stadium? Yes, Wynn Stadium. Wynn Stadium's correct. 23,000, 22,500 for Panthers. Chez takes the lead. Yes. Okay, one last question, and this is worth two points. Who scored more tries in their career so far, Alex Johnson or Josh Adokar? J-Rod, Alex Johnson. Yes, he's come through with the victory. 133 for AJ, 102 for the Fox. Wow. So that one was worth two points. So Chez finishes on 10, J-Rod on 11. Congratulations, Mr. Burton. Close one, close one. Was it close one? And the green machine. Um, I actually didn't realise there was – I didn't even think of different brands of headgear, to be honest. No, I was thinking Steven. Yeah, Steven, yeah. Nah, Canterbury. Sorry, boys. All good. You'll have to pay more attention next week to your overrated player, Birdo. Hey, that's the reason why I don't watch him. (laughs) Uh, All right, boys, how about we do this? Beer of the week. Uh, what's Mr. Hawkeye set you up with this week, gents? Well, we've got this uh, Seven Mile Brewing Co. West Coast IPA. And they come in those four packs again. Uh, the reason for that is because they're 7.5%. I think these things have bloody knocked the fur off a brown dog. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're pretty strong. Um, taste-wise, they're, they'll be very hard to get used to, I think. They don't have the, um, the, the the fruity taste like most craft beers. That is real strong. I think if you enjoy uh, the, the home brews and that sort of stuff, you, you might enjoy these. Um, but not my sort of cup of tea. And if you if you want to go down and have a couple of beers and drive home, definitely don't. Because these things will, these things will will make you blow the bag. Um, I'm not sure what they are price wise, uh, but if you want to get drunk real quick. Not knock down four of these guys, and you'll be certainly certainly be on your way. Not my cup of tea, not the best IPA I've had, definitely. But um, I'm going to give one start one stubby lid this week. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> as Chad said earlier, mate. It's uh, it's sharp enough to start your lawnmower at two point two standard drinks in a can. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't even oh, I wouldn't even water my grass for this. Um, I'm not even going to give it a bottle lid. This is atrocious. <laughs> The, the worst can of beer I've ever had. <laughs> oh, Hawkeye, stitch up. Damn you. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Hawkeye and the White Bull, though. Uh, has been a, and continue to be a great supporter of the show, um, and, and we thank them very much for that. Uh, anything else before we wrap up, boys? Yeah, go Sydney City. <laughs> nah. Yeah, good week in the football ahead. Uh, make sure you head over and check out the uh, the new betting agency. Head through the uh, all the ins and outs. Go onto the webpage. Uh, go through the link there. That's easy done. Um, have a look at the odds and the new markets and everything that are up on there. Get around it. Anything from you, Chaz? You want to shout out to anyone? Um, <laughs> I can knock some of this gas out of me. Uh, no, this, yeah, just a shout out again to the Wattwolf. Uh, for their great sponsorship throughout the season and also uh, to the, the crew at Top Sport there for coming on board with us. Uh, it's going to make some, make some differences for, for the future and uh, with their rods, hopefully we'll get some bigger returns. Yeah, definitely. Uh, once again, like I said at the start of the show, very excited to announce our partnership with Top Sport. Uh, we see great thing in both our futures. Uh, and head on over to our website. That address again is thesamegamemultipodcast.com. All the links are there. Click on the Top Sport logo. Take you right over there. You can set up your account. Uh, there's also a bit of a profile on each of us there if you want to have a read through and get to know us a bit more as well. And drop us a line. Ask us a question. Let us know your thoughts. If you want a question answered on next week's show, let us know, and we'll give you a shout-out as well. But also sign up to become one of our SGM club members. 
like I said, the first 10 subscribers or the first 10 members, I'll actually put on a $5 bet for you personally myself for the grand final. So head on over and let's see those memberships going up. And, and we're really excited about the future. We do have some other things that we will announce in the next few weeks. Just waiting on a few other little things to be set up, but very excited about our future post-NRL season. We're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here, and we'll give you the details on that next week. So until then, make sure you stay on side and don't text and drive. (laughs) 